0: This program is intended for mature audiences only. Altitude Adjustment may contain language, images, or other content that some may find offensive. Your discretion is advised. Welcome to Altitude Adjustment. Good afternoon, it is 2 p.m. Saturday, June the 4th. I'm Leon Davis, along with Warren Harper, and you're listening to Altitude Adjustment, the twice-weekly podcast about people, politics, and professions. So we welcome you this afternoon. Uh, that is Central Time. We're in St. Louis, Missouri. And we had a, a really interesting our show today is about uh, humility. Um, and so I'm going to try to... So first, let me tell you about my humbling moment uh, dealing with this podcast. Um so, so I'm constantly looking for ways to draw more people to the podcast and, uh, pardon me. So Twitch is, you know, we, we streamed to Twitch and, and I knew that Twitch was a game gaming platform when I, when I started streaming there. So I, I knew it was going to be difficult to try to build an audience on Twitch, but I'm determined to try to do that. Uh, we stripped, uh, stream to, uh, YouTube and stream to to Facebook, but anyway, I'm I'm out on Twitch, and I'm I'm looking up. They've got you know several ways to try to build your audience, you know, and, and collaborate and work with other folks. And uh, I I I showed Warren this um, while I was there. I ran across this girl. She's sitting in a wading pool. I don't know. Couldn't be no more than three four feet across, and it the water. The water comes up to her waist. And she's in a bathing suit and she's sitting on a floaty and she's looking at a map talking about um, capitals of, the, of countries. Now, it's obvious that she would not recognize these countries without that map. <laughs> and I look and she's got 275,000 subscribers. And I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? And, of course, when you click on one thing, they're going to show you a bunch more things that are in that same area. So there's this other woman on a, on a floaty in a wading pool in her living room, what looks like her living room. Um, she was on, her stream was six hours long. So for six hours, she changed bathing suits and talked about absolutely nothing, and she had 2.7 million subscribers. Now that's a million with an M. That's not, and, wow. I, and, and I didn't expect when I started the podcast that it was going to take off. You know, you, you always hope that. You, you always believe, hey, I've got, I've got a, a, a formula here that people are going to be interested in, but, but that was truly humbling. That was true humility to look at that and go, I, I kind of wanted to think, you know, maybe if I put on a bikini, you know, some kind of gimmick, um, what do you think? <coughs> well, I'll, what do you got to lose brother <laughs> my <laughs> dignity i've got my dignity it's, to lose <laughs> it's not the size
1: of the pool
0: it's, it's not the size of, of the pool. what is it's what's it's in what, the pool
1: it, It's what's in it. now I'm, you got feet over in? do i have what <laughs> A speedo.
0: Yeah, right. A speedo.
1: <laughs> they don't make
0: they don't make speedos for sixty year olds.
1: <laughs> no, they're not age restricted. Uh, uh I'll get you, I'll go pay an order
0: you one, bro. No, no I, that's okay. I appreciate it. you. You hold on to that idea. If one day I feel better about wearing a speedo, then I'll let you know.
1: You want black?
0: No, blue, I don't want a speedo.
1: Orange?
0: I don't want a speedo. That's that's what I don't want. I don't want a up.
1: All about the views, my man.
0: I, you know, I, I I enjoy doing what I do. Um, and if um, and if, if there's only two people that watch me and you, I'm comfortable doing mm. the show. So I, I I talked to this guy. One one interview that I did was uh, I can't think of his name right now. He was with uh, Medici. And, mm-hmm. and he said, and so I was telling him, you know, we were, I was doing a setup was, I, I did a remote from his place. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, well, how many viewers you got? And I said, I had three, you know, and I was kind of like, well, I, I mumbled it, you know, I had three and he goes, <laughs> wow, that's great. There are three people that care what you have to say. Eight. And so the light goes on, you know, it's not, it's not about the number of people that watch. It's about, you know, if you have something to say and people want to hear you, then just be happy that there is somebody that wants to hear what you have to say. Because um, it's not given that people want to hear what I'm saying, that the things that I'm saying are necessarily earth shattering or, um, you know, bringing about any kind of significant change. But the mere fact that somebody is willing to listen, you have to be, you know, happy with the small things. and so, while I, two two point seven million would be great, I am glad that we're that I believe that the podcast is being is providing people with some type of value. So, um, so I, for every listener that is here or every viewer, I am absolutely happy um, to continue to do what we do.
1: Hey, you said it. I think. Uh... Even that guy in the Bible, what was his name? Moses. I think he had a humble beginning. Uh, He had some speech problems. Uh, He didn't have a lot of self-confidence. But somewhere he got a little inspiration. I don't know if he prayed or what. But he kept on doing it. Next thing you know, man went down in history. Prophet. Man of God. People following
0: him. (laughs) All righty, very good. So, now that I've gotten that in uh, for those those of you that do listen, you know uh, uh, let us know you're out there. you know um, give us a like, give us share on occasion. Uh, but whatever you do, we are glad you're there, and we appreciate uh, you helping make this what it this podcast what it is. So now I'm going to our complaint department. uh- oh yeah yeah so we got a complaint? I got a complaint. I got a real complaint.
1: Oh okay, you got a
0: complaint. Yes, I have right. a complaint um so I opened up Firefox this morning and doing my normal routine getting ready for the show and it gives me that you know you've you're now updated to the latest version. oh okay great, whatever you know been through some updates before. <laughs> So then it gives you that, you know, um, here's the news features. And, and Do you want to change your theme? And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to change my theme. I spent, you know, the last year or so or two years working with this. I'm happy. Well, it no longer exists. <laughs> so now everything's changed.
1: Huh? It just arbitrarily did away with. The
0: theme you liked. They just arbitrarily did away with the theme that I like. Not only did they get, uh, get rid of it, you can't get it back. And in order oh, wow. to get even close, you have to download an add-on that will change some of the things back to where way it was before. Mm-hmm. So that means now I have to trust somebody's add-on to go back to working with The browser the way i like to work with it wow you know you spend we spend a lot of time using a browser if you're going to do research if you're going to do you know working on the internet and and all those kinds of things and you know when you when you've created an interface that's comfortable you know what it's going to look like you know where to where everything's at you and i tend to work with a bunch of tabs open at the same time. And so I know where those tabs are. I know what they look like. They've even changed the tab structure. So the tabs are now little, whereas before they were, um, they look like folder tabs. Now they're, they're little squares. They're just little rectangles. Mm, And so, you know, they, they display differently and the colors are different. And, um, and, and they don't give you an option to go back. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that I, as a small business person, talk to uh, people about a client, one of the things is change management. Change management is, is exceptionally important. You don't take the people who have been supporting you up till now. And throw them to the wind because you're you're reaching out for other new people. You have to find okay. a way to bridge that. Huh? I, I feel you. I feel you. You got to find a way to bridge that. You got to find a way to keep those people. They've been there for you. They've helped you this far. Mm-hmm. And now you're going to do all. You know. So I get tired. Yeah of you know i i create a workflow i i have things set up in a specific way so i don't have to uh constantly go back and change that stays constant it allows me to not have to worry about that aspect of it now i have to redesign my my, change the the you know change the colors and change everything to fit something that uh, and get as close to something that makes me happy as, as as I was before, and all for what? One of the things that in business, you don't fix something that ain't broke. Right. General rule. General rule. You don't fix something that ain't broke. The interface wasn't broke. You know, and and people people. I'm not I'm not at that point in my life, I think, where I'm just being stubborn, where I don't want to change. I will change as fast as anyone else. I'm just as susceptible to change as a twenty-two year
1: old. Uh I was just getting ready to say, well, Leon, you know, maybe you're just old.
0: <laughs> you know, you would think that, but but it's but I have learned to okay. adapt, that's that's part of getting older, is learning to adapt. There are some people that become rigid as they get older. but mm-hmm. But I work in business, this is what I do. And that's so right. adapting to change is what I do. But why change when nothing's broken?
1: Well, evidently something was broken to somebody. So they yeah, that's because they
0: hire a bunch of twenty two year olds that think, "Oh, we gotta beautify this," <laughs> because they haven't been around long enough to have established a workflow, to establish a, a pattern, and and then have someone else change that for them. Mm-hmm. I see what you're saying.
1: They just want to come in with a new idea because they think it's good
0: because they think it's great. Right. Exactly. Cause I, well, so everybody else happy with it. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah. you, you know, how many times if you just, you know, logged in, you, you, uh, added, uh, downloaded an update and then have to go in and reset everything to go back and fix everything that they've changed in the update. Sure, sure.
1: Well, you know, I told you about this update that uh, that will not happen on my computer. <laughs> and now I'm beginning to wonder if I'm just better off like it not, with it not happening, because who knows what's going to happen if it actually takes. So I'll just let it keep updating and going back to where it is, and everything's
0: working, so I'm good. Very good.
2: <laughs> <For now on.
0: laughs> I, but I understand that, you know what I'm saying? So. You know, you and I have, um, uh, talked about, uh, Microsoft, you know, forcing updates on us, making us update when we don't want to update. Right. Um, so I've had, so I'm a, a Linux guy and I have, I am definitely getting off of windows. I've been off of windows before, but because of, uh, started doing this podcast, uh, initially I was having some, some. I didn't. I did. I wasn't able to perform things on the Linux version of OBS that I wanted, which is what made me. Which is the only reason I still use Windows. And, because of OBS, huh? Because, because of, of OBS. OBS, right? And so, um as soon as I get a chance, uh, so I I've tried to install OBS in a virtual box. To to, to so OBS will not perform in a, in a virtual box um uh, virtual machine so i can't i can't determine if the problem that i was having before is still a problem and i i can't i don't have another machine right now that i can use to install linux and obs on and run some tests so i'm i'm kind of stuck with windows but at the very first opportunity that I can get away from Windows, I am gone again, because I was gone for a very long time from Windows. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I just don't force me to, to don't fix what ain't broken. That's all I was saying. They they have a tendency to fix what's not broken. You'll come in and things that that you want that you were working with before no longer work. There's software that I've got that's 10, 12 years old that I still use but I had to stop using it because it stopped working on windows because they stopped supporting some older versions of software. Right. Gotcha. Right. So so
1: was OBS have a competitor, perhaps that might work on the newer versions of windows.
0: You mean on, 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 on Linux? Well, I'm sorry on Linux, right? On Linux. Uh, there are some, so there, there are a couple of, uh, streaming streaming software that works on linux uh but the thing is is obs is free and the other ones do ah, want you to pay gotcha and so we're operating a podcast truly on a on a paper-thin budget gotcha all right so, so how expensive is it
1: is it a one-time fee or is it uh, monthly? uh
0: you know i Because I didn't, I, because I passed on it, I, I haven't paid attention and things may have changed. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You never know. Somebody, some competition to them might have come up and uh, made it even better, you know.
0: Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I am definitely an uh, OBS person. I would encourage anybody that's going to stream. Um, So if you look at um, Restream and, um, uh, what's that one, Yard something, something Streamyard. Yard, StreamYard and another one um, I can't think of there's the other some, one huh? there's, a, there's a few uh, yeah, think. that allow you to stream in your browser and I don't have the control over things that I'd like, so OBS gives me control that I because uh, there are things that I want to do with the podcast that I wasn't comfortable with was being met in a in a browser um so i i i love obs if there's a competitor that comes out to obs that's better Uh, i'm definitely going to take a look at it but um, as it stands those streaming from uh, in the browser is not going to do it it's just not going to so so anyway i'm i am going to work on uh getting out of the windows again i i'm just not you know, I've, I've worked with it since Windows version 3.0 back in the 16-bit days when it sat on top of DOS. And for some mm-hmm. people, that's going to be uh, Spanish. They're gonna, not going to understand it. Um, right, right. But but that's how far back I go. I've been in a technology for 30 years. and so um, And so my deep-seated attitudes towards some of the software is is coming from a place of learned uh dislike and so that's that all righty so let's get into uh talking about so somebody that hit my radar uh just a couple of weeks ago i found a pretty interesting was kevin samuels oh yeah brother man (laughs) so so i so I've listened to uh, uh, several of his just podcasts and, and I understand where he's coming from, but but uh, a lot of women get really triggered by him.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's his whole uh, MO, you know. To, you think he's to trying to trigger
2: him?
1: him? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't think he's trying not to, but we'll put it like that. Because mm-hmm. when you think about how a lot of, Men behave, knowing how women are, they have to walk on eggshells for us what they say and how they say it. And he says, "To hell with all of that. I'm just gonna speak my mind, and if they don't like it, <laughs> so be it." Okay, that's the way I see him. The brother's confident. He's educated. Uh, he, you know, he knows what he knows, and he says what he thinks about things. Like that video you shared with me, um, I shared it with my wife, and I knew right off the bat she wasn't gonna like it. Right, so she's the (laughs) one. I knew she wouldn't feel like it. (laughs) It is what
0: it is. So I guess, uh, I guess the way I see it is, you're right. He's not gonna, he's not going to be, he's not right for every every woman, and the women that he's talking to. I don't think that he's giving them bad information. You know, I I you know, if he if if he says you want to marry a high value man, and he describes what a high value man is. Mm-hmm. And he says, This is what high value men um, look for. Exactly. And and if that's what you if you want a high value man, that's what you got to do but some women seem to want to say um i want a high-value man but i want him to want what i want him to want <laughs> they don't you know some of them don't want to change and i'm not trying to to take his side i just what i'm saying is if someone is giving you advice if someone's giving you good advice even if you don't like it or you disagree with it you got to recognize, is it good advice? Mm-hmm. If he's saying something that's just completely ridiculous. And I don't think he's saying anything that's, that's on the ridiculous scale.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the bottom of, uh, you know, at the end of the day in that particular video, what he was telling this woman was basically fishing in the wrong pond (laughs) okay that was the one right okay so she didn't get it she didn't want to accept that now she can fish in the wrong pond all she wants and she might look up and and find a rare gem uh you know what what wasn't supposed to be there (laughs) but but in general if you want a certain thing you have to look not only look at us in a certain place you have to have qualifications to meet that person's uh, requirements mm-hmm. and what she wants she doesn't have the requirements for in general
0: mm-hmm. and she couldn't accept that and that's and that's fitting into the discussion of humility that's where you have to be able to look at yourself objectively and mm-hmm. say this is who I am and this is what I have to offer um. And um, and be able to honestly assess your. There's one thing to honestly assess your situation. It's another thing to believe, given an opportunity, I can do anything. But that's aspirational. That's you know, given a given given a given an opportunity to uh, to meet a, a single Halle Berry. Um, I could, I could hang out with that, but, but, you know, I, I don't go places that Halle Berry goes. I don't have Halle Berry kind of money. You know, I, I just, you know, I'm so for me to realistically be realistic and go, well, Halle Berry is probably a little bit, you know, outside of my reach. Probably. Probably. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Probably. But, you know, so, so I should, you know, uh, effectively assess myself, you know, what, what, what world am I living in? I, I'm, I'm a bit of, I'm a bit old fashioned when it comes to men and women. I understand mm. that. So, so if I run across, um, Gloria Steinem, she probably isn't going to be too totally happy with me. Hmm. I'm a little old fashioned, you know. I, I'm right. saying don't go, don't go new to a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? True. Don't stand on the, the the red carpet with your nipples out.
1: Well, yeah, but you're gonna see that for sure.
0: I didn't say he was gonna see it. I, what I <laughs> said was, I don't think you should do it. There's a right. difference. You're right, sure. I don't, the world is, I have absolutely zero belief that the world is going to conform to Leah. It's just not gonna happen.
1: Well, well, since you said that, since you made a comment about nipples hanging out, what about a guy on the red carpet in a dress?
0: So I don't think that she should, uh, any woman should have, you know, split up to her belly button. You, you know, I'm ignoring it, right? Oh, you know, I just girl. told you, I just told you I'm a little old fashioned, not okay. because I'm old, but because I have always been conservative as far as dress goes.
1: OK, OK,
0: Conservative. Right?
1: so okay, I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone i i i accept the word conservative because i know that i have conservative values myself there's no question about that and i have some very radical views at the same time mm-hmm. Are you there? Mm-hmm. yeah oh we froze up for a minute for some yeah time. i know you froze up yeah yeah but you know <laughs> i think the you know I, there was another word that you threw out. <laughs> Which <laughs> I'm, I'm one? I'll say that. <laughs> no, go ahead. Give me give it to me. When when I made some comments along that line, you said, "Well, I'm not homophobic."
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not homophobic.
1: Okay. But, but
0: you're conservative. Okay. So so a man in a dress. Mhm. A dress to me does not seem like a, okay, it is not that I don't like to see a woman's nipples. It's that oh, I, I don't wanna see a woman's nipples.
1: It's you, that I don't, want...
0: huh? <laughs> you can't fool me that you would like it in real life. <laughs> I understand that. And so what I guess what I'm saying is I don't think a dress is appropriate for a man. Okay. But if a guy wants to wear a dress, more power to him. Absolutely. I don't, I'm, I'm, would I say something about it? Possibly. It depends on the context. You know, if you come into, you come into my house in a dress, I'm going to say something. But if I'm standing in the doctor's office and you're in a dress, ain't none of my business. Okay. I don't. I don't have to like it, but you're right. entitled to be you. Absolutely, I agree. And so I don't have a problem with you being you. I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with transgender. I don't have a problem with gay. There are times when it's my business, and m- most of the time it's not my business. Okay. So if it's not my business, I keep walking. That don't right. mean I don't have an opinion about it. It's just I don't have to share my opinion about it. All right. I'm with you on that. Right. Is that fair? Fair enough. Right. So I I don't I mean if you want to wear a dress, wear a dress. Yeah. But if but if anybody asks me, well, what is appropriate clothing for a man, I'm gonna say a pair of pants and a shirt.
1: <laughs> right. But as we know, that's a much deeper conversation.
0: Sure, so and, we'll and I've been trying to, to have someone come on talk about trans, transgender issues, talk about, uh, gay issues. I'm still going to keep trying. Um, I have questions about the new pronouns, um, you know, implementing those pronouns. I, I have absolutely no problem calling someone by a different pronoun. I don't, doesn't bother me at all.
1: So hard to get somebody to come up. That's 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 a hot topic nowadays. Everybody's talking about that somewhere, so I, I don't understand why you
0: can't find anybody. Well, I, I just haven't found the. I haven't found a person to come on because I've reached out to a couple of. Uh, I reached out to a couple of trans transgender organizations and asked to to have someone come on. Didn't get a response. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I don't. I guess I, so platforms. Huh? I guess they're looking for particular platforms or maybe they're looking for a bigger audience. You know, I, I, it is what it is. I, 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 I have absolutely no fear of reaching out over my head to try to get someone to come onto the podcast. All they can say is no. Reach for the moon. If you if you reach draw. for the stars, exactly. Reach for mm-hmm. the stars, mm-hmm. and you'll at least not end up where you started. You'll exactly. be further along. So I I Charles Blow, I reached out to uh um uh, what's his name? The my astrophysicist. Uh deGrasse, degrasse, De, Neil degrasse Tyson. Tyson. I've reached out to him. Mm-hmm. I reached out to um Dr. The guy that used to work at wow. CNN, and he got mm-hmm. uh, he got kicked out because of his comments, uh, his comments about Israel and the Palestinians. Oh, oh yeah. Well, you can get kicked out of anywhere. I mean, yeah, ahead. but I mean, so that's who I reached <laughs> out to. Uh, so yeah. I, I don't have any problem reaching out over my head. Um, all they can say is no, um, and that's fine. You know, if you don't want to, if you, if you, I understand your, your need to try to reach as many people as possible. Um, but I absolutely appreciate the people that do come in that do come okay. to speak. And I, and my goal is to make sure that we provide information that people can use to help them make better decisions, to make life better for you, for them. So I,
1: actually, I think some of the people, well, some of the people you have gotten, lately
0: mark mark uh, lamont hill
1: oh okay yeah yeah Talk some of the mark people lamont. we've had lately have actually surprised me i'm like oh i get her, get her. <laughs> it's mostly women too but you know hey maybe some guys will start to come on now you know
0: right i i reach out to them. some of them hit me back some of them do not hit me back i expect that that's a part i think that's a part of the industry there's a lot of reasons that they they don't it's not sometimes it's not the, about the size of my audience it may be a timing issue it may be they're right now not doing you know podcasting or maybe they're trying to get on nbc and they're concerned that if uh, if they say something on um, a smaller platform that keeps them from getting onto nbc you know that's that's their bank that that's how they make their living. So I, I understand that. And I don't have a problem. I don't, um, uh, get upset or be unhappy when I, I get turned down. Um, all I, all I can ask for is the opportunity to ask. And I'm good with that. You know? Yeah. Give us a shot. Just, you know, give me an email address and, and I will ask you. Give me an email address. I don't have to have a phone number, but if you give me a phone number, I'm calling you. you. All right. If you give me a phone number, I'm calling you. (laughs) Then they ask you to come on. And so, you know, when you come on, I guess I, I usually tell people I'm not a really hard, we're not a hard news. You know, we're not trying to dig up scandals and that kind of stuff, but I will try to challenge you and push you on, uh, things that you say, um, to make sure that you support it, and not only that you support it, that you believe in it. Um, so I'll I'll do that. Yeah. But I'm always trying to reach out. We've got we've got some great guests coming up. Um, so hopefully everybody will come back and see those guests. Um, we leave the podcast up so that you can go back to the archive and you can binge watch this stuff. Um, you know the goal is to be able to provide you with information. Some of it is going to be timeless. And you can go back and watch it and it's not going to you know, change anything. And some of it's time sensitive. So you need to watch it in a reasonable period of time. Sure.
1: I think we're moving right along, moving on up, as they say.
0: I, you know, I'm, I'm happy with our progress. So let me yeah. get to this next, this clip. So this is, this clip has to do with, uh, has to do with humility. Okay. And it has to do with, so I'm going to play the clip first, and then we'll start the discussion. Did you get any swimming pool clips to show? No, because I'm not, how I, I'm going to advertise to somebody that's got 2.7 million <laughs> followers. <laughs> so we, so I'm going to advertise for somebody that's got 2.7 million followers. I don't think so. Make the point, you know, of what you were trying to say. You know? uh, okay. <laughs> I will Keep
2: that in mind. And if I can explain, all right. Mm-hmm. But when I see Lizzo, the lizard hippo, with her bare, fat, flabby ass trying to twerk in public, looking like uh, a damn harlot, the beauty of... in front of children. You see, that's not right. When I look at Cardi B, who is a streetwalking hoe who brags about how she used to drug her. All right, here we go. We'll start it over. And if I can explain, all right, I'm straight, I'm heterosexual. Mm -hmm. But when I see Lizzo the lizard hippo with her bare, fat, flabby ass trying to twerk in public looking like a damn harlot in front of children, see, that's not right. When I look at Cardi B, who is a street walking hoe who brags about how she used to drug her tricks so she could rob them. Yeah, she did say and that. See that kind of thing put up is an exemplar of heterosexuality and normalcy. That is not normal. Something's wrong with it.
0: Okay. So, so as you and I have talked before, Judge Joe, Joe Brown, he don't he don't pull no punches.
1: Oh heck, no.
0: He whatever's on his mind, you'll get the full bore. So normally, am I am I? normally in my way of doing things is I think you should always be as respectful as possible. So calling, uh, Lizzo the Lizzy hippo, hippo fat flabby ass. Wow. It, it, there was a reaction to me at, at first, you know, I was like, Oh my you know, face plant, mm-hmm. you know, people doing this. And then I thought about it. So, if you act like a lady, you get treated like a woman. So, okay. so Lizzo decided to flout um, herself to flout public expectations of what, how people behave because she decided this was her way of pushing body positivity. Mm -hmm. So if, if she's able to do that, then isn't Judge Joe Brown just as justified in expressing his way of expressing how he feels about that? Doesn't that, doesn't that, doesn't that afford him that to be able to say it the way he said it?
1: Well, he definitely has a right to express his own opinion for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I'm not just talking about expressing his opinion. It's about um, calling her fat, flabby ass. You know, there's, there's, you could say she's overweight, uh, or mm-hmm. something of that nature. There's a way to say it so that it's mm-hmm. not as offensive. He Correct. wasn't even trying to temper that. Period. He wasn't trying to. He was full bore giving her his opinion.
1: Yeah.
0: With
1: the intent to be. Probably has some intent, but at the same time. uh, It doesn't matter that much how you say things. Now, if you make the point of even discussing someone's weight or their parent health, it's it's a bad thing. You aren't supposed to do that. It's like taboo nowadays when you go there. So. You know if you're gonna do it just go full on say hey you blah blah, 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 blah and, and take the heat <laughs> i mean he made his point and he's gonna cause he knows he's gonna he's gonna take the heat anyway you know
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah well he's he's been in he's been in the media and he's he's it, he's been down that road so he knows he knows what's at that end of that rainbow um yeah. but but for me I could not find a legitimate reason to be to object to his his uh descriptions because she mm. flouted uh norms because mm-hmm. that was her way of saying. So afterwards, after people were objecting, her response was kiss my fat ass. Mm-hmm. So she didn't say, Hey, you know, I, 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 you know, I understand that you guys found that objectionable. Um, uh, I did it because I, I believe that th- that it helps elevate the conversation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. No, it was, you kiss my fat ass. I'll do what I want to when I want to, mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll endure it.
1: Right.
0: And so how can I, then, huh?
1: Fight on. In other words, she was egging the fight on. In other words.
0: Right. she's, you know she's she's saying i can do what i want to and you'll put up with it but um you, you know you should act in accordance with uh, uh adult standards that you should be an adult about it but i get to be a kid about it and so you know i can't have a i can't have i, I can't have problem with how he said what he said because he just did what she did All right you know, they're, they're, you know, as an adult, we don't expect people to to uh, be insulting to each other to make a point. Right, right. And so, and so, I could, I didn't, I didn't have a problem. I, I could not have a problem with what he said and how he said it. Because she, she, she shot the first shot across the. I hate to always speak in analogies, but, um, you know, she he did what she to- did, huh?
1: You, she shot the first arrow
0: yeah so she she, so, she did what she did she flouted norms and and I heard people say uh, well you know people we got the cheerleaders in these skimpy outfits and you got people that go to the games in you know half dressed and all that kind of stuff and I don't think that that justifies Lizzo's behavior all right I don't care how many people it does not matter if a thousand people do wrong. One more person doing wrong is not justified. And and I don't want to say wrong. So we have a public standard. And if a thousand people break that public standard, it does not justify one more person breaking that, that public standard. So either we're mm. going to change the public standard, which is a part of the conversation that was had. So so she does what she does. One more person does what they do in along those veins. And eventually the public standard changes or can change. I think there's a better way to address public standard changes, but that is a possibility in this, in the uh-huh. sense, as I said, I'm probably, I'm not I'm gonna say probably, I am a bit older old fashioned about this, um, sure. that you carry yourself in a manner that you want to be treated. So mm-hmm. she tr- she carried herself in a way that she didn't give a shit what other people thought. And so people treated her as if they don't give a shit what she thinks. And that's that's mm-hmm. absolutely fair. Tip for tip. Unfortunately. You got the clip? Of Lizzo twerking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. man I- Play the clip, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Didn't you just hear me say I'm a bit? There are things. If 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 she had if if the clip had not gone viral, I would mm-hmm. have felt that it was acceptable to play the clip. But at this point, I I think playing the clip would only be gratuitous. Because okay. I I can't imagine that there are too many people that haven't seen Lizzo Lizzo's ass on national tv so and right. we're not national tv we're we're uh we're a small podcast
1: but, right but but that's what she wanted to show so i just wanted to see it again make sure i got the picture right
0: Exactly
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we supposed to be looking at here you know how's the music you know is this the right theme right environment for all of this you know i just want to make sure
0: i got it right <laughs> yeah I, I i don't know so you know, I'm just seriously, you know, there's, there's just, I don't know. When, when you, when you do stuff and people flare up at you mm-hmm. and you say, fuck you, kiss my mm-hmm. ass, I'm going to do what I want to do. You're inviting whatever treatment you get. Okay. I think you are. I think you're inviting whatever treatment you get because you're basically saying, I don't care. What you think. And so the other person then has has one retort. I don't care what you think.
1: Yeah. So, question here. Since that incident happened, uh, what was the penalty? Uh, What was the cost to her? Did she lose any opportunities, any gigs? I know there was a lot of talk and media hype, but how did it affect her monetarily and et cetera, you know? I I be interesting okay you think yeah yeah because we know there was a lot of emotion a lot of conversation a lot of discussion but you know the bottom line is that paper you know so if it really hit that pocketbook you know that's going to have an effect you know
0: the second part of that was him talking about cardi b
1: Mm-hmm.
0: saying what she said about drugging people to, to rob them. Okay. I understand that a person's past has to be looked at, um, when making a decisions about their current, the present and their future. Okay. So, so how, so, so she says that she's done this. Mm -hmm. And people see that she that she's promoted, that she's a megastar, that she goes on um, the Grammys and continues to show her ass, continues to to not be. um, I say to not be continues to to flout norms and behavior. And yet she's continuing to make. The paper, which you're talking about. And so. And so it appears that, like you like you were saying, the almighty dollar becomes so absolutely important that it does not matter what your mm-hmm. character is. It does not matter what your 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 consciousness is. It does not matter how you treat other people. Only that you have a marketable skill that other people can make money off of.
1: Sure. Sure. And that's what, that's exactly what happened with this whole rap culture that we have now. When hip hop first came out on the scene, it had a lot of positivity, a lot of uh, cultural encouragement, uh, people feeling proud of themselves and who they were without the, without the foul language, without all of the name calling and, and disrespect that we have now. You know, it just elevated into, you know, a lot of beef, a lot of violence, lot. It's things went downhill, and part of the reason was because the industry had a wicked agenda. They were trying to destroy our people, and they made it so that guys with positive music, positive ideas for the culture that would help us, they would. They made it so they couldn't make money. You know, they wanted that gangster stuff you know they it was very difficult and we got wrapped up in that culture as a people i think and so now we the light is on we see what happened so we got to find a way to go back but a lot of people are still following that same ideology of you know negativity uh you know the foul language the disrespect fighting you know violence uh a lot of that's still in uh, the music industry but then a lot of a lot of artists have stepped out of that as well so you got to kind of you got to divide now
0: so um well three things real quick mm-hmm. um so first let me say uh the music industry music and television industry isn't the only one um who Uh, did not care about the character of the people that they were hiring. Mm -hmm. So the FBI and the CIA would uh, get hacked or they would find hackers and then they would offer them jobs. So these guys, you know, hacked into corporations, you know, hacked into government agencies, did dirt, and wound up with high-paying jobs, consulting jobs. So... Um, and so what they're saying basically is that, you know, we can't learn these things. So we'll overlook your criminal behavior and pay you a lot of money. Well, that incentivizes other hackers to, uh, you know, continue to do what they do. So, so it wasn't just the music industry and the entertainment industry that was at fault for this, this, um, behavior of, uh, you know. Overlooking people's character sure um so the the rap culture so there were as far as gangs I Tupac and DMX are um, favorites of mine i've I play their I still play their music I love their music Pac was a gangster he but cool. Pac also um his message was about uplifting it was about better and he still was a gangster rapper but you know yeah, yeah. he tried to change his life he's he he went to jail for sh- shit that he did but he was an activist uh DMX mm-hmm. um you know he grew up in in that shit and you know he he made some changes in his life he was but he was well, you know so so it's not so a lot of this s- silly stuff is perpetrated by, uh, you know, people that uh, want to stay in that lifestyle. They want to bring that lifestyle with them. So I get what you're saying when you say that they try to uh, use that to destroy our our neighborhoods. And mm-hmm. and so I I question: Were they trying to make money with that, or or were they or were they Blind turned a blind eye to the destruction it was doing in the neighborhoods.
1: I would say both,
0: because because these rappers still have they a lot of them have had opportunities and a lot of them have taken and used their their money and you, to to give back to the neighborhoods, to give back to the mm-hmm. the areas that they came from, to keep people out of that lifestyle and while still Absolutely. talking about it. So it's it's art. I get the art aspect of it. And I don't have mm-hmm. a problem with the art aspect of it. I don't have a problem with um so so when the 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 bad element was elevated the community said, "Hey, you know, we want you to turn around and help us elevate those voices that are good voices Mm -hmm. that are saying positive messages. Um, And so, and so it's a part of the community that has to step in and help build a better community. I agree. We know that those, those industries didn't give a shit about black artists. So to expect them to do something good, Mm -hmm. I think is naive, not naive. It's not, we shouldn't expect that. We shouldn't expect Mm -hmm. that they're going to, that they're going to take, you know, a little less money by pushing a positive artist as opposed to pushing beef because the industry thrives on controversy. It thrives on conflict. And that's what sells. Yeah. If it, it it's if it's if it's skin, if it's killing, if it's you know aggressive behavior, that's what the industry strives on, thrives on. And so, I I there's a there's an idea that, I think I don't, I don't. I can listen to gangster rap and not be a gangster.
1: Yeah, can, you can.
0: I, and so yeah,
1: I listen to a, a little bit of it. I've never been a gangster.
0: I don't know. <laughs> yeah. me, me and you had that discussion about, about firearms. I think you're a gangster. <laughs> I'm and, messing with you. I'm messing with you.
1: Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I never, you know, dropped this or that a couple of times, but I've never been a gangster. That,
0: that's, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Shame, Texas. The Texas abortion law. Did you hear about the uh, the student? And we'll make this the last story and get out of here. Um, the 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 high school student in Texas that changed her valedictorian speech and went all in on uh, Texas's new abortion law.
1: Didn't hear about that one
0: young lady and I didn't I didn't get the tape on it. young lady and she's already been on, on cable news mm-hmm. um, you know went after the Texas abortion law and the thing okay. that so first off so these pro-lifers and we and the last guest we had on um, uh, Chuck Jacobs talked about that um, that all of these people claiming to be pro-life, yeah. Don't do a damn thing about life. They just trying to stop other people from doing what they're doing about managing their family. Okay. So they have yeah. no shame. So these people have no humility whatsoever because they believe that they should tell other people how to live, what things are important or should be important to them and how they should be behaving. Um, The, the thing about, this young lady uh, doing what she did was in the article that I read, the school was saying, we're going to try to find ways to ensure that this doesn't happen again. That somebody is, can't speak up about something that they find absolutely reprehensible Mm -hmm. at a, a, at a graduation function. And that, is what i think is reprehensible
1: yeah well basically we're talking about free speech right to a certain extent
0: to a certain extent absolutely
1: but then at the same time you're in a somewhat controlled environment you're speaking at the university's official uh well the high school and you know how controlling our institutions our educational institutions try to be you know they're concerned about their image and uh their constituents and we don't have to go into who they are you know depending on the environment so it and it can get political so yeah i could see where if you decide to speak out at a graduation talking about things that the system doesn't support, it would be a problem or things that they don't agree with.
0: Understood. I just think, I just think, um, I was thinking that high school is about preparing young minds Mm -hmm. to be the next activists, to Mm -hmm. be the next leaders. And then when they try to lead, for you to say, we're gonna keep them from leading is the problem because they're not talking about what we want them to talk about because they're not Mm -hmm. making the conversation uh, uh, happy for us, make us feel good that they're putting us in the best light. Um, The fact that she spoke up, the fact that she saw a problem and she felt that, uh, take her 15 minutes of fame and mm-hmm. use it for common good should be cherished, should be cheerleaded by those organizations and institutions.
1: Well, and that's not gonna happen because here you. we're talking about the enemy, but these situations, these opportunities are exactly what create our activists. They see an opportunity, they stand up and they take it. They know they're gonna get some heat. They know they, they know there's gonna be consequences, but they go for it. Our activists are created. They take a chance. They take that opportunity. The institutions are gonna be the institutions. We already know where they're coming from. They're gonna shoot you down if you disagree with them. They're gonna to try to shut you up.
0: Fair enough. Who,
1: who controls academia, Leon?
0: Academics. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even though they make these references to the liberal academia, you know, they're still controlled by well, conservative like, academia. Yeah, well, conservative I think academia
0: and, they, and they're th- even worse. They're yeah. Even yeah
1: they're all conservative at, at the end of the line. But yeah, there's there's a scale. There's a scale. All
0: righty uh all right i'll give you the last uh, i'll give you the last word and then we're out of here
1: well i i just want to say um i think at this point in time our freedom of speech is one of the biggest issues that we're facing uh look at social media the changes we're going through uh regulations should there be regulations should there not be regulations who should be able to do what in these situations and uh freedom of speech is one thing but outright lying is a whole nother subject and so that's where we are right now
0: tomorrow we'll be back with uh shelley Kinau, so join us tomorrow afternoon 2 p.m central time that concludes this episode of altitude adjustment and thank you for listening this podcast is streamed live and twitch.tv and is designed for listener interaction visit the website the com forward slash home to join the discussion. The audio version of Altitude Adjustment is available where you get your podcasts including Stitcher.com, the iTunes store and the Google Play music store to name a few. Remember that the internet is powered by your likes shares and comments so please like share and comment on this and other episodes of Altitude Adjustment because it matters. And as always Look out for the other guy because they may not be looking out for you.